0: When it comes to the current state of the MCU, I'm not entirely sure what I want. When I start to think about that, I realize that there are two choices. 1. The MCU continues as it has since the first Iron Man movie. What I mean is releasing movies that are all interconnected and building towards something big. 2. Doing something completely different and rather than making it so that the movies are all leading towards one specific thing, make it so that they're each their own universe tied to their characters. I bring this up because of how the MCU has been since its first phase. As the movies were being released back then, it was clear what they were building towards. After Endgame, that's really not that clear. It could be that I'm just not watching as attentively as I used to, or it's because the MCU is simply moving from what it's established. The more recent MCU movies have felt disconnected, and as a result of that, I feel as if they've suffered. What comes to mind is that it's hard to remain engaged when you don't really see where things are going. What's the bigger picture was something I found myself asking, and as a whole... Eternals really didn't change things. Shang-Chi, Black Widow, and Eternals all differ from each other in more ways than one. I'd say that Shang-Chi and Eternals have a reason for coming off as they do because they're introducing new characters, but at the same time, I feel as if you can introduce new characters into the MCU in such a way that it feels as if their presence was always there in one way or another, even when they weren't present. This has more to do with Eternals than with Shang-Chi. I bring this up because of the scene where it's brought up why the Eternals didn't try to help with the battle against Thanos. Honestly. I felt as if the scene was shoehorned in, and it wasn't that good of a reason. With how the movie explains things, it's made clear that the Eternals can interfere in conflicts between humans. The problem is that the conflict with Thanos wasn't one limited to humans against humans. I feel as if this explanation was a cop-out, and rather than coming up with something better than that, that could tie in the Eternals to the rest of the MCU and leave me satisfied, I felt as if I got the Cliff Notes version. As for the movie itself, it wasn't complete garbage, but it definitely had flaws. From the start i thought that some scenes looked way too dark i watched this movie in an rpx theater but it was still difficult to make certain things out i thought that was strange because later scenes were bright and colorful to the point where i was left thinking that eternals worked with an interesting color palette it would have been nicer had that been better balanced when it comes to new actors being brought into the mcu it's easy to understand why some fans could be a bit worried in regards to how they'll end up performing You'd think that any decent actor should be able to meld their performance into whatever the movie requires of them, but seeing as how terrible actors do exist, it's easy to understand why some would worry about this. Thankfully, that wasn't the case with Kumail Nanjiani. If anything, I thought that Eternals and his role in general worked out great by focusing on his strengths as a comedic actor. I really haven't seen him in other roles besides Silicon Valley, so my idea of what he can do as an actor is fairly limited. Either way, I liked how it turned out in this movie and overall, the humor in it was handled well. What I liked was that the setup to jokes weren't obvious from a mile away. It was all natural and that's how I prefer humor to be handled. Humor was important to certain parts of Eternals, but it wasn't a comedy. There was plenty of action and scenes that varied from serious to adventurous, and in particular, I really enjoyed seeing that play out throughout the historical events that were tied to the Eternals. Some of these events definitely were better than others, mainly by how they were placed into the movie sequence of events, but others straight up fell out of order. That bothered me because it messed with the flow of the story that was being told, and it's awkward when a movie is working towards establishing one storyline only to later jolt you out of place. The idea was to make you as a viewer understand the extent of the Eternals' presence on Earth, but this definitely could have been handled in a much better way. With how some of these events were handled, parts of the movie came off as filler, and getting to the points that you actually wanted to see took much longer than I would have liked. It's clear that the Eternals were once a tight group of allies, so to see them all disconnected from each other for centuries at a time, it was obvious that they'd all end up back together in one way or another. When the movie actually got to the parts that you were waiting to see, some of them just felt like long exposition scenes. Rather than being told why something's important, I'd prefer to see it play out in a more natural and entertaining way. It's the difference between learning how to play a game with a hands-on approach versus learning how to play by reading through an instruction manual. One of the worst things you can say about a movie is that it really wasn't necessary, but unfortunately, that's the truth when it comes to Eternals. It's not the worst that the MCU has to offer, but it wouldn't surprise me to see it listed close to Thor 2. It offers humorous moments and at times it's simply a great movie to look at, but I went into Eternals expecting more than that. It could be that this is just the start of something more that'll be done in later phases of the MCU, possibly concentrating on the more cosmic-themed stories that Marvel has to tell, but if this is a sample of what's to come, I'm not excited. If you enjoyed this content, please feel free to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thank you very much for watching.